Welcome to Two Way for Today. Two Way for Today is a program where we explore all things Second Amendment, all things that protect, threaten, and violate the Second Amendment rights of all Americans. From unconstitutional executive orders and legislation, judicial tyranny and overreach, to how you can get trained and be better prepared to defend yourself, your family, your neighbors, and your rights. So if the Second Amendment is important to you, make sure to subscribe to the New American Magazine and get on the Two Way for Today mailing list so that you can get an email alert anytime we upload a video or stream a live event. My name is Zoe Warren, and I'm the host of Two Way for Today. Now, I'm no PhD in constitutional law. I'm also no scholar when it comes to the documented history of the Second Amendment. However, in the coming weeks and months, Two Way for Today will be talking to experts, scholars, trainers, and all forms of gun right activists and Second Amendment proponents to answer the many questions that we all have and unpack the various laws and trespasses of our rights that have already been enacted and those that are on the horizon. Here at 2A for Today, we love, support, and defend our Second Amendment rights against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. And let me tell you, our heads should be on a swivel because we're steeped and hemmed in on every side by what can only be called color of law infringements on our Second Amendment rights. Now, I wanna kick off this program by giving you all a little background on how I see the Second Amendment so that you can get an idea of why I'm passionate about supporting and defending it. I believe that our founders were brilliant, hardworking, courageous men who lived in very insecure and dangerous times. Tyrants, spies, and betrayal were as frequent as dysentery in the colonial days as our forebearers struggled against nature itself to survive a brutal and unforgiving North American frontier. Those brilliant men would draft some of the greatest treaties on liberty ever penned. And the ideals expressed in their writings informed a future generation, us, with the wisdom to grow, schism, heal, and then produce the most peaceful, prosperous, and liberal, that's classically liberal, country that the world has ever known. Americanism, their philosophy would go on to help end state sanctioned slavery in every first world country. Their example of selfless devotion to serve and provide for their posterity to experience the blessings of liberty is yet unmatched. Such honorable and praiseworthy men and women gave their lives and fortunes in service to the cause of preserving the blessing of liberty. The founders of this country took many of their cues on morality and what constitutes justice and law from the word of God. Now, I don't believe they were all Christians, but you don't have to have the Holy Spirit to read the Old and New Testaments and witness the vast wisdom and moral clarity that exudes from its pages. I believe the founders wanted to codify protecting our rights to perform the two great commands in their first two amendments. The two greatest commands are this, to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love our neighbors as ourselves. The founders wanted to prevent any centralization of government power that would abridge our ability to obey those commands. Look at the first one, freedom to practice our religion, to be able to preach anywhere, print a Bible without being put to death or molested to gather and worship as we see fit, and then be able to petition the government to address any of our perceived offenses when we feel that we have just lived our conscience, but our rights were violated. The Second Amendment protects our ability to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. The Second Amendment grants us the duty and ability to protect ourselves and our neighbors. It's unreasonable for anyone to think that Religious and moral men who were fasting and praying and deliberating for months to give us a constitution would ever expect that any American would accept being hamstrung by law 
to disobey the command to love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, if we're willing to express our right to protect ourselves, then according to the second greatest command, that makes us duty-bound to be willing to protect our neighbors the same way. It's pretty simple. The only duty in the Constitution where the word necessary is even used is not next to the president, is not next to Congress, but the militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, I love the NRA and the work they do to help gun owners, manufacturers and sellers to have coalition power to protect their right to defend themselves. But they've abbreviated the Second Amendment and the way that they approach it renders void some of the power of the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment wasn't written so that I can just carry my gun like Charles Bronson or Clint Eastwood, daring people to make my day. Again, the Second Amendment was written to give us the ability to protect ourselves and our neighbors. When the founders wrote the Second Amendment, there was no police force. There wasn't even a standing army. The militia consisted of able-bodied men over a certain age as defined by each state. The Second Amendment expressly forbids the federal government from making any laws or giving any orders that infringe upon the rights of the people to both keep and bear arms. Let me bring this to today. The Supreme Court of the United States has reaffirmed on multiple occasions that law enforcement officers have no legal duty to protect any person from harm. Now, I love my local law enforcement. They're some of the bravest and most self-sacrificial men alive today. But their job is not to protect individual members of society. And it's our own failure to understand and protect our Second Amendment right to protect ourselves and duty to protect our neighbors that has made our society so vulnerable to evildoers. I mean, it's actually kind of a laughable notion that the founders would have tolerated any federal order that would prevent children whose parents were sick from carrying arms to hunt food or even protect their families from rogue and undercover agents of the crown or nomadic and rapinous marauders. Today, if I use a weapon to defend and protect my neighbor, I could be thrown in jail. We got a lot to do to restore the true meaning of the Second Amendment in the public mind. So again, in the coming weeks and months, 2A for today, we'll be talking to experts, scholars, trainers, and all forms of gun right activists and Second Amendment proponents to answer the many questions that we all have and unpack the various laws and trespasses of our rights that have already been enacted and those that are on the horizon. Again, if the Second Amendment's important to you, make sure to subscribe to the New American Magazine and get on the 2A for Today mailing list so that you can get an email alert anytime we upload a video or stream a live event. And share these videos with your family and friends who feel the same as you. Or share it with those that are riding the fence between liberty and tyranny who just need a little more convincing. You've been watching 2A for Today. My name is Zoe. Post your comments or questions and we'll try to address as many as we can, as fast as we can in the coming weeks and months. So thank you for watching 2A for today.